Welcome, I'm Mary Frances. And I'm Jenna. And together, together we are Insanely, insanely relative. relative. So I guess you noticed our music. Um, we've been trying to figure out how to do music, and there's so many things on the internet that say they're free, but then there's royalties that you have to pay. Right. So we couldn't find anything, so I pulled out... Now, my kids are older, they're in their 20s, and I still have their little organ thing that plays all the different rhythms and stuff. So I started playing them on the phone for Jenna the other night, and she was like, no, no, I don't think so. We'll figure it out. Just don't worry about it. So I brought it with me today, and we came up that we are a rock two with this flash of symbols. <laughs> so, so that's where we're at. So that's our music. Now we have music for our intro and hopefully it like gets you in the mood to be bubbly yeah. and happy. It takes you back to the 90s. Well, yeah. <laughs> we may or may not post a sweet little video of us trying to figure that one out. Which I did not know was happening, so I need to get a hold of that video so it doesn't happen. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so, all right, enough goofing around. Um, our podcast today is entitled... Food for thought. And our quote is by Socrates. All thinking begins with wondering. Good one. So that's something um, you'll see after we just basically wonder about many, many things when we have conversations together. Yes. So, um, Jenna, I know you had um, some questions that we put on the Facebook page. Mm -hmm. And we got one no, two responses. Two responses. Thank you. Yes, thank for you. For the two responses. To those who have responded. <laughs> so the questions were, um, if you won the lottery, what would your top three things just for you be? Now, we know everybody says they're going to pay off mortgages. They're going to help people with their debt. They're going to feed the hungry, help veterans. That's one thing that I definitely would do. Um, charitable organizations, whatever. But we, we know that. We know right. you're going to be philanthropic. We understand that. We want to know what you would do. Yes. So, um, Jenna, why don't you start with the three things that, that you I would, would do? do? The top three things above and beyond all the philanthropic things that we would normally do. Right. First, I would buy a vintage Robin's Egg Blue with a white top convertible and white wall tires, Volkswagen Beetle. But and if Mike's listening. Preferably 1976. <laughs> but I think I would have to probably get a 60s model because I don't know that they have one that looks like that from the 70s. Okay. So maybe your your year I could get. Oh, okay. Yeah. That so be that would be one. Two, travel the country in an RV. Okay. <clears throat> like a nice one. A cushy one. Like yeah, like really slide comfortable. out, right. the whole nine yards. <laughs> right. Right. With the maid service, the whole thing. Right. <laughs> well, I mean, considering I'm the one that does all that stuff. So yeah. Yeah. Uh, and buy a farm. I would buy a farm with a beautiful farmhouse and probably have some animals. Some, you know. Where would this farm and... be? Well, if like, it were up to you, it would be up near you. Right. But in Pennsylvania. <laughs> in Pennsylvania. But I don't know. I don't know where the farm would be. It could be in Pennsylvania. It could be uh, wherever, wherever it takes me. Okay. So we'll see. Because you have been watching the same show as me, Yellowstone. Yes. I could totally live there. Yes. I, well, it's really cold there because we have family that lives there. Okay. The winters are nuts. Like, we think this so is cold. you're rich. You could just go there in the summer. You could. Or you could buy the proper clothing and be fine. True. Right. But at that point, if the money is no mm. object, right, then right. you could 
go there for several months and then that's true. You get in your RV and go never somewhere. Thought of that. I never <laughs> thought of that. That would be a good idea. That See, would be something we to a wonder. ranch. We could have a ranch, not just a farm. Yeah, it's something yeah. to wonder about. It's something to wonder about. All right, mm-hmm. we just gave me something to think about. Yeah. How about you? What are your three things that you would do? Uh, so my three things, uh, I would like to visit every state in the United States and not have to do it over the next 20 years. Right. I want to like, like all just consistently. Yeah. But I'm not staying in one after day. another. I'm, no, I'm staying in nice okay. places like Airbnbs or <laughs> okay. whatever. Not that your RV wouldn't be nice. Listen. No, I know. They're very nice. To each their own. Absolutely. It is. Um, I, I would want a lake house right on the water with all the nice. toys to go with it. Yes. You, you would like that. I think that would be great for you. Yeah. Oh, you yeah. can sun on your little mat in the water. Yes. Or the dock in the water. Yes. Yeah. And then going with that, which Uncle Bill thinks I'm nuts for this part because I've told him this before, I would want to have a bed and breakfast. Like I would want my um, lake property to be big yes. enough that I could have a B&B. That'd and be his, nice. I think so. But his whole thing is, what do you want to do that for? What do you want to wait on people when you're, you know, you don't have to? And I said to him... Because I enjoy feeding people. Yes. And yes. I like talking to people. Yes. So, <laughs> watch it. So I thought that would be something that I could do when I'm not visiting every state. I could do like an mm. Airbnb type thing at my... I think you'd be great at house. that. And you also like to decorate and to do oh, cute little setups. You'd have the brooms looking so cute. I the, think it'd be right the, up your alley. There would be chocolate on the pillows. Yes, of course. Definitely. There has to be chocolate on the pillows or it wouldn't be your place. Definitely. <laughs> but those, I mean, I don't think they're overly selfish Was things. that three? Was yes. that three? Yes. Yeah. House on the lake and a bed and breakfast. Yep. And visit every state. And visit every state. Okay. Um, and I was looking for Denise's that had put on right. our Facebook mm-hmm. page. And she had indicated one was traveling in the RV. Mm-hmm. All over, and um, I think that was. But you had somebody emailed us, Connor. Yeah, he yeah he told me, um, but that was a different question, right? Or are we on the five? No, no. Oh, his. So but he, he didn't put what he would want to do if he won the lottery. No. Oh no. Okay. All right. I thought. So I'll come in. We'll talk about that when we get to that question. Okay. My mistake. My mistake. Um, so yeah, so that's the thing. So what Denise had put on Facebook was buy an A-class RV. It has to, clearly she knows her RVs. A-class RV and travel to the national parks. That's a great idea. And, um, that was mainly her, her main thing if she won the money. Um, the other one had to do with our other question about Mm -hmm. judgment, which Mm -hmm. we'll go into. So the question you came up with, which I thought was pretty difficult, (laughs) was, um, if Mm -hmm. you... Where is it? If you, what would you do differently yeah. if you knew no one was judging you? So Denise's answer was, I don't know that I'd really change. I'm at the point in my life where you can judge me all you want. I'm still going to love my life, which I think is awesome. That's an amazing answer. Yeah. That's a great answer. Yeah. That's fantastic. And thank you, Denise, for your, your submitting your answers. Yeah. Um, so I so guess... what would you do? Okay, well, you know I'm a little crazy with things. <laughs> Insanely relative. That's yeah. our name. Um, okay, so if there was... Right now, I don't care. Like, people can judge me. It's whatever. If I'm goofy, I'm goofy. You think right. I'm goofy. It doesn't matter. But when I was younger, this would have actually fit better. Okay. So if I could go back in time and do anything that I wasn't going to be judged for... Mm-hmm. Um, 
I probably would have posed nude in a centerfold magazine. Wow. <laughs> I was wow. Very I don't know that I was expecting that one. Okay. Well, that's that's definitely Okay. So G rating just went up to a PG thirteen, guys. Just a little. Just a little. Just for a minute. No, but honestly, like, I always worried about what people thought. Like, I would have worried about what my mom and dad thought. Oh, of course. Thought. My gosh. Yeah. yeah. So, I obviously didn't do it, but I was right. all of, like, 110 pounds. And right. Really, back then, looking back, I appreciate the body that yes. I had, because after two C-sections, that ain't happening. <laughs> um, but, That's a different kind of centerfold. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's no. Um, so that would probably be it. I would okay. I would probably do something like that. And then today I would be explaining to my adult male children why I did that. Yes. Ugh. Hopefully they wouldn't come across that. That You never know. That one. Yeah. I mean, I could have been famous. You could have been famous. <laughs> you could have been. You could have been. I could have already had that lake house. You could have. You could have had all those things. <laughs> but we'll never know. Because <laughs> now you're on this path. Yeah. Yeah. So. Oh, man. Okay. So um, slow and steady path. I would have to say, well, mine is a little less than that, <laughs> but I would wear a bikini again because, yeah, you know, like when I, same thing. When I was young, I would think nothing about wearing this tiny little bikini because I was tiny. I had a tiny fa- frame and figure. Right. And then you have kids and then uh, that changes. So you I'd, look great. I'd wear that again, but I do plan on getting to that point again. So that's my goal. Where you feel comfortable. Yes. And the big one is, I would say what I feel in the moment. See, I already do that. You, you, you're good at that. <laughs> um, I'm not so good at it. Uh, sometimes, depending on if it's funny or, or, or sarcastic, I can do it. But if it's like, you know, I'm going to come at you with a real shocker of something, I will bite my tongue. You do. Every single time. And then I'll have the conversation with you in the morning. Hindsight is 2020. I should have said blah, right. blah, blah. So my thing, if no one was judging me, would be to say what I feel. Right. And at that, that moment. That comes with age a little bit more. I mean, yes. I know we're only seven years apart, but I know that as yes. I've gotten older, it's been easier to just own it. Yes. And I, I mean, we saw our elderly, like my, your parents, oh my gosh. they never cared. They said whatever the heck came to mind. Oh my gosh. Just like children, actually. Children do that too. Yeah. But that, and that's because you get to a point in your life where no one cares. You don't care what anybody else thinks. I used to play Scrabble with this um, wonderful, wonderful lady upstate. And the one time I had said to her, because she was like 80 something. And I said, boy, I really wish I could lose weight. And she looked right at me, didn't miss a beat and says, "Uh, did you ever think of pushing yourself away from the table? Oh my gosh. I stopped for a second and I was like, you know what? No, I have not tried that option. So I think when you get older, things just roll off a little better. You don't have, well, there's no, there's no, um, filter, filter anymore Mm -hmm. because I don't know if it's, they can't think about that or if it's just, they don't care. You don't care. Yeah, I think you just... And that's the point. problem is I worry too much about how it might affect somebody else or make them feel. So I won't say it. Because you're a very kind but person. But then I go home and I'm like, yeah. Why didn't I say it? Right. So exactly. yes, that would be mine. Okay, that's a good one. <clears throat> and then the one that our other person wrote in, my son, <laughs> being a person, <laughs> uh, how, would you descri- how would you like someone else to describe you, right, in right. five words? So that's like, what footprint are you going to leave behind when you're gone? Right. Like, what do you want other people to say? You know to what? say about you. They were, yeah. Right. And so our little uh, person wrote in that he would like people to say he was unique, kind, funny, smart, and loving. Aww. Which I thought was... 
pretty good things to, you know, yeah. to acknowledge. He's 12. So yeah. that was pretty cool that he was able to, the unique one put me, I was like, oh, that's a good one. Unique. That is, that's, yeah. Yeah. So that were, that was his. Okay. Um, my five words that I would like to leave behind and someone, you know, say about me would be that I was genuine, compassionate, loving, kind, and fun. I think they would say that about you. I hope so. I'll say it. Okay. <laughs> I'm kidding. I hope I don't. I, um, Gosh, I hope you don't have to do that. Yeah, I okay. hope I don't outlive you. Um, <laughs> so what are yours? Okay, so mine are kind of along the same because I think, you know, as just being in the same family and being similar mm-hmm. in our beliefs, I had written down kind, loving, funny, helpful, and caring. Which you are all of those things. Oh, thank you so funny. much. Funny. Yes. Funny is good. I like no, that one. funny looking, but whatever. No. <laughs> no. And I think that's a tough one because, you know, you're sitting here, and so is the judging one. The, how, how, if you would do something differently if someone wasn't judging you. That's a, took a while to come up with that answer because there's probably, yeah. on any given day, I could probably come up with things. Yeah. But when I had to, when I was forced to think about the answer, I was like, huh. Right, because when you do start wondering about it, like I know how I might describe myself, but then you have to think, um, is that how other people see me? Right, is that how the other people see you? Yeah. So maybe a, a good question would be like, how do people see you? How, ask people if, to say that. Oh, we well, might not. What are five know. things you would say about us? Yeah, right. Yeah, we might not. You're it, neurotic. Yeah. You're, you're annoying. Obnoxious, <laughs> you, you, you never stop talking. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Don't ask well, Uncle Well, it depends Bill. who you ask. <laughs> Don't ask Uncle Bill. I think if we ask our friends, we get a better response yeah. than if we ask our family. Yeah. Sorry. Except sure. each other, because then we'll say nice things about each other. Yeah. Um, yeah, so they were some some of the questions. And then what's the other one? So we have... Well, we have, there's lots of things. So, like, we always, you know, just in, in our daily conversation, I mean, we what do you talk about, right? right. So we talk about a little bit of everything. Mm-hmm. So the one Always. day I was talking to Jen and I had to get the um, the dishwasher emptied out. So I started emptying it out. And yeah. all of a sudden she goes, Hey, hey Francis, are you emptying <laughs> the dishwasher while you're talking to me? Which I have to be honest, it doesn't bother me. But it was loud. You must have been like clanking dishes into the cabinet. Yeah, because I'm short. And I was like, what is she doing? And... At that moment, I remembered that you yelled at me once for doing that <laughs> yeah. because I was putting dishes and they were must have been so loud because to me it's not that loud, but on the person on the other end, it probably sounds very awkward. Right. Then I knew how it sounded, so I got how you felt. So, yeah. Yeah. So anyway, so we were wondering if, you know, if that was rude because I know I do have a girlfriend who said that when she calls me, she basically grabs a cup of coffee and her <laughs> intent is to sit for 20 minutes and talk to me on the phone. Well, if I have 20 minutes, I'm unloading the dishwasher, I'm putting in laundry because I'm kind of multitasking and and Mm -hmm. I didn't think that was rude, but coming from a place where she might think I'm not paying attention. Right. And I am paying attention, but maybe she didn't think I was paying full attention. Because certain people, and you're one of them, can multitask very well. Certain people cannot. So, and, or choose not to. I shouldn't say they can't, but they choose not to. Yeah. We do a lot of things on the phone. Like I like when I talk to you, I get a lot. We've talked about that before where we get a lot done. I'll do laundry. I'll, I refrain from emptying the dishwasher because it's louder. Could you but, tell I did it this morning? I was trying to be quiet. I don't know that I was paying attention. <laughs> oh, <right. laughs> If you were doing it, I don't know. I don't she remember. She didn't hear what I said. She has no idea what we talked about. Nor does she know I unloaded the dishwasher. I didn't know about the dishwasher. Um, okay. Maybe but, I'm getting better at it. But there are certain things that I think 
you know, so I think that question depends on who you are talking to. If I was talking to my mom or my dad, I probably wouldn't do things that made a lot of noise because right. I think it would be annoying to them. But because we talk so frequently and we're used to each other's personalities and things right. we do on a daily basis. Well, we wouldn't be able to talk as much if we didn't do exactly. other things. It would be a 10 minute conversation. Right. And have to go do stuff. Right. Now it's like now it's, 40 minutes. I'll take you with me and yeah. I'll do all these things. Yeah. Um, but, but do I, you take me everywhere? No. So I don't take you into the bathroom. So that's one of the questions. Is it rude to take someone on the phone into the bathroom? And again, I think it depends on who it is. Right. Like you, I would probably take in the bathroom, but dad, I would not take into the bathroom. Mom, like there's certain people. But I I know you don't because you'll say, can you hold on or I'll call you back. Right. And then when you call me back, I say, what, what was so important? And you're like, I had to go to the bathroom. Right. Right. (laughs) So yes, that one, I'd rather not take the phone and to do that one so many people do though i know because i can tell you can tell i can tell when i'm on the phone with certain people okay. that they'll they'll just straight up tell me they're in the bathroom which right. i appreciate thank you for giving me the heads up yeah um <laughs> so you're really not paying attention to me no yeah no but um yeah i i have a friend I'm not gonna say her name uh-huh who we were talking to one day and she started to run the blender on the <laughs> See, phone that, that's and funny. i was like um <laughs> That's comfort. That's a comfort level. So, yeah. And I don't remember if she said, hold on, I'm going to run the blender, or if it was just a straight up running the blender. And I was like, what are you doing? It's really loud. She's like, oh, I'm making my shake. I was like, okay. (laughs) Don't mind me. (laughs) That's great. Okay. So, yeah. So, I think certain things, it's depending on the noise level, Mm -hmm. right? And Mm -hmm. the the loudness of it. Because sometimes I'll do laundry with you Mm -hmm. and I'll put you on the top of my phone on the top of the dryer and the water is loud. And you'll be like, I can't hear you. What are you saying? What is that noise? Take me off speaker. Right. So there's certain people, but it's also certain things like blenders. Yeah, blenders. I I would have to say vacuuming. That would put me right over the edge. Put me down. Vacuuming. It's like, I'm not even listening to you. This conversation is over. Right. Put the phone down to vacuum, people. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I guess that's a that's a good one to ponder for people da- on your daily tasks. What do you do? Yeah. That on the phone that to someone else might be see- might seem rude. Right, because I would not have thought that unloading the dishwasher when I was talking to my other girlfriend would have been rude, but she right. felt that I was not paying attention. I think so, and I don't find it rude as long as you can hear me and I can hear you. I don't care what you're doing. Well, and you really. know if somebody's engaging because, right. like, I can always tell when you're getting a text message yes. and you're not paying attention. I'm like Jenna, <laughs> Jenna, who's texting you? <laughs> you do it too, but you're so much better at it because you can talk and text at the same time. I can't. Sometimes I talk and text what I'm talking. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we won't get it. That's not good. That's a whole nother level. Yeah, and then I get a what? Was this for me? Right, right. Oops. Yeah. But this is the kind of stuff we talk about. Yes. And and when we're done, we're kind of like, oh my gosh, that was just whacked. And we wonder, like, what? Then write into us. Write in. You know, if you are listening to this and you're thinking, oh my gosh, I totally have something that I think is rude, (laughs) email us. And we'll put our email at the end of the um, podcast or you know, write in on our Facebook page, let us know, because we will talk, we, you know, we'll answer and talk to you about it. And you can even private message, I think. On yes, this. yes, you yeah. can. So that's good. So um, the other thing is, okay, so we had talked about this at Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um, I like to give people baked goods, <laughs> and a lot of times I will put them in a glass vessel, and I'll say, you know, if, if you want to keep the vessel, keep it, but if you give it back to me, I'll refill it for next year. Mm-hmm. 
And you don't think that's right, do you? Certain things. So if you're giving it as a gift, like if it's a gift, then I wouldn't ask for it back. Well, no. Like if I did a coffee cake in a cute little muffin pan and said this is, or, you know, cake pan, whatever, and said this whole thing is your gift. Yes. That's one thing. But if I give you, like mason jars aren't cheap. Like if I come over and you're like, oh, here, take this. And then when you're done, give it back. And I would give it back to you. So that does, I think is fine. But if I were to give someone something as a gift, I wouldn't ask for it back. But if I, but, but unless it was like, hey, I'm giving you food from my kitchen, I'm making you a meal, and these are my dishes. But yes, I want them back. I've had where that has happened, and I haven't really? gotten like a cutting board back or something. Okay. So I think that's why I say, hey, if you give me that back, right. I'll refill it I'll next refill year. It. Right. Right. Or not, I might forget. So I guess it depends. It depends again, like on on what it is. Because like, I, I want my china really- back. Yeah, you want your kind of back. <laughs> I want my bowl back, you yeah. know, but but if I and yes, mason jars are not cheap because I've had to purchase quite a few of them and, and you're there was right. a shortage. Yes, you there was a shortage them a few months ago. No. And yes, yeah, so if you do give that to somebody like I, I received a gift with in a mason jar, I didn't even ask if they wanted it back. I just kept the mason jar. Right. <laughs> so I don't know. Should I have asked? Do you want this back? <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't know. I just I Usually, I give it with the intent of expecting to not get it back. Right. But if it's somebody that I give something to every year, yes, then we've kind of gotten into the practice of, if I give this back, will you refill it? Right. And that's also a compliment, too, because it means they yes. liked it. Yes, it is. Right? It, yes, it is. So I guess if they don't ask, that's... <laughs> and that they ate it. Like, they ate what yeah. you... Or they threw it out. Who knows? Yeah, but, who knows? <laughs> it's possible. They're giving back the jar. It's possible. Yeah, I think these are all good things to ponder. Um, okay, let's go a little deeper. So oh boy. <laughs> what about, I was thinking about this the other day because obviously over time relationships change. Uh-huh. So do you think it is necessary for your children to be friends with your friend's children? At a certain stages, I think they do, like mm-hmm. when they're younger and you're all kind of getting together. Yes. But as kids grow... I think that they need to make their own decisions on who their friends are. What do you think? I, know I you kind agree. Of well, I agree. And there's, there's two steps here. Right now, the, the phase I'm in, I'm in that phase where you just talked about with mm-hmm. where we all hang out and our kids are all friends. Right. Um, I'm not naive to the fact that there's going to be a day where that may not be the case. They may, they may be acquaintances. They mm-hmm. may be, hey, see each other. You there know, if you need them. There if you whatever. need them. But they may not be the best of friends like they were when they were young. And I, you know, we're not in a standard year this year, but I know that when I went to middle school, my relationships with my elementary school friends changed, right? Because you go mm-hmm. to middle school, all these, these schools are pouring in, you're meeting all new people. So oftentimes that changes. The situation with us is we've been at, in virtual, mm-hmm. so we're, in, we're home and, and in school, but not all the time. So we're really not building new relationships with other kids. So we're still in that phase. Um, but yeah, I, I think it's going to depend on personalities, the way mm-hmm. the kids grow up, how they grow apart, grow together. You know, um, we're in a situation where we live in a neighborhood and we're at the pool together all summer with the same people. Mm-hmm. So that gives them also another place where they're all together. Right. So I think that that part of the friendship is going to stay for mm-hmm. quite a while. But yes, I think that they're going to grow apart and, and go their own ways. And 
and especially with sports, like I already see it. Mm-hmm. You know, Connor used to do certain sports he doesn't do anymore. So like those, not that those relationships are broken, but he doesn't have that connection now. He has, mm-hmm. you know, he has a different connection in a different sport because he's not doing that one. Mm-hmm. So I've already seen that develop. But yeah, I think I think that it's bound to happen. Do I do I want it to happen? I don't know. I, you know, no, I wouldn't say, right. oh yeah, I can't wait for that to happen. No, I love Connor's group of yeah. friends. I love our friends. But I think it's inevitable that there will be some division. But don't you think it's important for them to choose? Because I know like growing up, my boys would be like, oh, I don't want to hang out with so-and-so because we really don't have anything in common. Right. And I would almost kind of force it a little bit because mm-hmm. I wanted to get together friends. with their their mom or whatever. Yes. And probably pushed mm-hmm. it a little longer than I should mm-hmm. have. And so I was just curious how you felt about that. Yeah. And you know, you're not the first person to say that because the girl I work with has the same situation. She had a group of friends that they were all really tight when their kids were small and Mm -hmm. then the kids grew apart and they're no longer friends, but the parents are still friends. Exactly. And yeah, you know, they might see each other in passing and be like, Hey, what's up? How are you? Oh, what's new? You know, but it's not like a, Hey, let's sit on the couch and hang out together. Right. Let's go out on Friday night together. Right. I mean, some, I guess some people do have that where their kids become, actually their kids end up marrying each other. Oh, uh, yeah. They... That's also, an, yeah, you never know. Yeah. And we, like, we spend a lot of time with our group right now. So, yes, I think they're going to be together for mm-hmm. a while. But like I said, I'm not naive in thinking that there is going to be a day where they, they, they move on or they, you know, they have different little groups of kids that are together. And, and you know, you know how it is in middle school, high school, the, there's, clicks you mm-hmm. know there's the sporty kids there's the smart kids or this the kids that are artistic so, so it depends on where everybody's going to fit in in mm-hmm. that little area and right. how they and how they how they connect but i really do think that living in the same neighborhood helps it helps oh absolutely mm-hmm. and see my kids weren't in a neighborhood right. we were out in the country and you yeah. know it was it was not the same so I yeah was just and i wasn't either that. i wasn't in a neighborhood either yeah, i wasn't either so it was it was, you, I stuck with the same type of people, you know, right. or the kids that were in my grade at the time, you know, right. or in my, I was, I was in gymnastics and stuff like that. So like, that's how I had right. my group. But yeah, it, it's definitely different when you're in a neighborhood and you get on your bike and you can ride and get like a group of 10 people together. Mm-hmm. That's, that's different. And that's what he's experiencing right now. Which is good. That's cool. Yeah. Um, okay. So driving, do you think it's okay to curse when you're driving with your kids in the car? So I do not curse with my child in the car. <laughs> you don't even curse. However, You're so annoying. you used to pay my child <laughs> when he walked through the door yeah. to just be okay with that they were coming. Yeah. I, I keep my <laughs> blood pressure down by cursing. By getting it out. Out. And when you don't have little ones around all the time, when he first started coming around, yes. I would just hand him 10 bucks and go, forget the quarters, forget <laughs> the swear jar. I'm good for the afternoon. Yes. And this will he, cover. <laughs> that's why he liked to come yeah, visit. He's like, I'll go there anytime. Yeah, he walked away with 10 bucks, sometimes mm-hmm. 20, just depended on the day. But, yes. uh, but no, but do you think, because I didn't realize how much I cursed until um, the one time my, my older son, Will, he was only like two, and he got on the couch and looked <laughs> out the window and said, who the F is that? Oh, no. Pulling in our driveway, and I was like, oh, what did you just say? And my husband, I told my husband later, he goes, where do you think he got that from, hon? And I thought, oh, boy. Oh. So, so you've, been, you've been having that mouth way back. 
I've gotten better. I've <laughs> gotten have. better. You've gotten much better because we will spend a whole afternoon together and you will not say one word. I don't prepay him $10 anymore. No. You've gotten much better. Yeah. He, I don't curse in front of him anymore. No. We've trained you. Yeah. We've trained you. Well, maybe I've grown. <laughs> I've evolved. Or a little bit of both. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I don't. I think I was always with kids. So I was a teacher. I was a yeah. nanny um, in people's homes and schools. So I just didn't. Ever curse in front of them because that was not acceptable. Yeah. Uh, so that's I think where that comes from. Yeah. Where I don't and I didn't I have that problem. Do that. So. Right. Right. Yeah. So you were out in the middle of nowhere. You could do whatever you want. Yeah. Right. <laughs> no. And I don't even know where that came from because it's not like grandma and grandpa they mm-hmm. didn't curse. No. Um. Yeah. So I don't know where. I mean, I I don't know. As they aged, did they curse? Because I know that yeah, just little older little people sometimes again with that like they don't care anymore. They'll start to curse and say things. Not the F word, though. No. Like, I, I would use that as a blood pressure medicine, and I would just <laughs> say it. Um, we need so, to bring your boys on one day. We got to hear all about this. Which is why I'm not on medication, because I got to hear all about this. Yeah, right? No. You don't want to Or we can just bring Connor on. He'll tell you all about it. Yeah. No, I was just curious, because I, I do tend to, you know, forget and just kind of say it, mm-hmm. um, especially if I'm driving. Driving's different, I think, because you get frustrated. You're in your own space. Mm-hmm. People are terrible drivers sometimes. It's very frustrating. Well, they're distracted, and that drives me Well, nuts. that is a whole nother. We could do a whole podcast on that. Distraction while driving. Yes. Oh, my gosh. But no, like cursing in front of kids, I was just... I mean, I try not to, but there are times that I have. Now, how do... Like, say you curse in front of like your friend's children. How do they respond when... If that happens? Are they like, oh! <gasps> or are they... I think they used got to used it. to me. Yeah. Well, are there? Do you have friends who also curse like in front little of little kids? kids? Yeah. No, like, see, I think. Okay, mm. so I think I was really bad, and then hanging around with you and Connor more, I got super good. Okay. And stopped cursing. Yeah. But I, I mean, not to say I don't curse. I do curse. Yeah. Um, but not in front of children anymore. Right. And I don't because I didn't curse a lot in front of the kids. Like it wasn't like I had a. No, you were a trucker no, mouth, but no. I would throw it in if I was like super Stress. upset about something or stressed about something mm-hmm. or telling somebody that somebody cut me off and, right. and the words <laughs> would fly. But I think, um, yeah, I was worse probably 15 years ago than I am now. Yeah, I agree. I agree. So, so I don't curse. Like I have girlfriends who have younger kids, like under 14 mm-hmm. and I don't curse in front of them. Yeah. Well, At that's least good. I don't think I do. Yeah, I don't think, I mean, I don't hear it good when we're together. That's good. I mean, sometimes little ones, but not like, it's not like you're flying off the handle. Yeah. I think I was, you know what? Your dad brought that to my attention mm-hmm. that I cursed mm-hmm. a lot. And I'm sure I, he did. And I think it surprised me because yes. I didn't realize I was doing it as mm-hmm. much as I was. Yes. And that it wasn't very ladylike. So. He doesn't care for that. No. No. No, but I was glad he brought it to my attention because yeah. I didn't. Like, I thought when I did it, it was funny. Right. But you have to know your audience, and sometimes it's not funny. Right, exactly. That's, you have to know your audience. Yeah. I think that's... Yeah. But in front of of kids, like, I, yeah, I definitely pulled that back. And we, you know, it's funny you say that you'd pay them, because my my mother's side, her, she has three brothers, 
And we would go to my grandmother's house to visit. And it was a very similar situation where they'd be like, oh, this swear jar thing here, just here's $5 or here. Yeah. <laughs> but even my mom called me out on it. And she's like, oh my gosh, you remind me of my mother, but you curse. My mother never oh, cursed. Okay. And I said, well, maybe that's why she died from a stroke. Because oh, she should have She should have cursed. <laughs> did I say that? I did. Oh, of course I said that. <laughs> Yes, I did. Oh, and she was great like, grandma. I know, right? <laughs> She's like, oh my God. I said, well, maybe that's why. And and they do say that it's good to get it out. And apparently you're intelligent if you curse. Oh, well that, well, now we have to do a whole nother one on that. <laughs> because I'm thinking that's not true. <laughs> I mean, it might not be wrong. My Never girlfriend know. texted that to me. She said there was just a study done that people who curse um, are actually intelligent. And oh I my put, gosh. you know, it's about effing time. <laughs> Somebody realized to be recognized. That, yeah. Oh that my goodness. Kind of so, anyhow, that was just our little things that we we wonder about. Yes, we do. We wonder about a lot. We all we have a lot of. What do you think if for? Yeah. Yeah. So maybe we could do this like once every few months, like a uh, one like this. Yeah. Like a food for thought. A, yeah, but oh, that was another thing. What did I call it? Oh yes. So she called it fruit for thought. And I said, you mean food for thought? She said, no, fruit for thought. My and whole life, I thought it was Her fruit. whole life, she thought it was fruit. And then she looked it up and found that it is food for thought. Yeah. Now, I don't know what fruit for thought means. I have not <laughs> thought it was, you know, something to think about. So I did. I'm going, no, Jenna, it's fruit for thought. She's like, no, Aunt Mary Frances, it is food for thought. I'm like, no, you're wrong. So we do, we do disagree. <laughs> And Jenna was right. Oh, gosh. I yeah. love it. So who knew? All these years, people are probably looking at me going, what is fruit for thought? What I mean, is she talking about? They probably just were like, okay. Apples, grapes. <laughs> we'll let her have it. Yeah. We'll let it go. Yeah. So isn't that funny? Oh. So, all right. So that's it. We'll just do that and end there and just remind you that all thinking begins with wondering. And again, yes. that's by Socrates. Yes. And if you have any questions or comments that you'd like to share with us, more than happy to quote, uh, you know, comment on our Facebook page, Insanely Relative, and send us an email. You can always send us an email at insanelyrelative at gmail.com. And we're on Instagram at insanely.relative. Okay. <laughs> I think that's what it <laughs> we is. We have lots of platforms. <laughs> we're trying. Uh, and if you can come up with anything that you would like us to discuss yes. or research and talk about, please let us know that as well. Yeah, give us ideas. We'll be more than happy to to do it. We are excited about a few upcoming things that we will post, but for now, we're going to sign off and wish everyone a wonderful day. Namaste. Namaste.